Good day, fellas. Welcome back to Uncensored Advice for Men. My name is Josh. I'm your host. And I'm going out into the world asking experts their advice, opinions, and direction for us guys so we can reach it and we can uh, receive the advice on our own time frame and we can search for problems that we might be having and uh, we go out to the experts to see what they have to say. Uh, on today's show, we're going to have a, a returning coach who is a, uh, a confidence coach and clinical psychologist who works with professionals in high stressful, high pressure jobs. And she works with them specifically on confidence and helping them perform well. Everybody, welcome Dr. Melissa Mann to the show. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. It's great to be back. Oh, man. Well, we really enjoyed your, your first conversation on, on compensating or are you truly confident? And, you know, uh, that really sparked a lot of uh, conversations uh, with, with our guys. But, you know, what, why don't you uh, talk with us about, you know, uh, confidence and the importance of it? You know, give us a, a brief recap on that. Yeah. So, you know, when we're confident and when we go into the world as confident, we're actually with the confidence comes competence. When we are sure of ourselves and know what we're doing and we portray that to the world, it's actually easier for us to access the skills that we already have, that we've learned, that we have researched, that we have a degree on, that whatever it is in our area of expertise. But when you are able to portray those things with confidence, not only do you feel better about yourself and you feel like you can do your job more competently, but you then portray that to other people and then they have faith in you to be, uh, that you're going to be the one that they want to hire, that they want to complete the task, that they want in their corner because they have faith in you that you know what you're doing and that you can portray that confidence in the world. Yeah. And then, so for the, the people that you work with, um, you know, some of them are in high pressure jobs and, you know, high performance jobs, you know, what, what kind of jobs, um, you know, are the, are the clients that you typically work with? Like describe some of the jobs that they work with. Sure. So I work with medical professionals quite a bit. Um, that's just always sort of what's fallen onto my lap. Um, so either doctors or nurses or people in administration who are making the decisions for the doctors and the nurses. And um, I work with uh, traders, commodity traders and day traders, things like that. And um, also just kind of the big closers, the, the salesmen, the people who are um, kind of needing to go in and show up and present their, um, their product and make a sale. I almost said case because I've worked with lawyers as well. Um, you know, people who have, you know, shown up and have a, a case to present and to do so with confidence to, um, to get over, you know, win over a jury, win over a judge and that they need to, you know, know their stuff and know that they know their stuff, which is the most important piece. Yeah. And then, so if, if they, if they lose their confidence or their confidence get cracked, you know, like a trial attorney is or a prosecuting attorney, like th that's huge. You've got to go in there confident. Like I'm confident in, you know, my, my case, I'm confident in, in my decision and you've got to win. What happens if they, if they drop that confidence for a little bit, or if they lose out on, you know, maybe that piece of being themselves fully. Yeah. So when we lose out on that, when we miss it, even when you miss it for a beat, you can sense it. You can sense the energy shift. You can sense the change and, and lawyers especially watch for that. And it's like, there's like this beeline to like, anytime that that confidence drops a little bit, 
it's like, okay, well, I'm going to come in here and I'm going to take that opportunity to try to win over the judge to um, see, see there's, they're clearly not confident in their case. Even if it's something so little as a stumble over a word or a um, just sort of a, a looking back at their client to be like, right, is this correct? You know, any of those things can deter somebody in such a way that you get, especially if there's a jury as well, now they're questioning whether or not you actually know what you're talking about. Yeah. And if you're, if you're questioning yourself and, you know, us in, in jobs of sales and leadership and management, you know, entrepreneurs out there, uh, I, another thing that came like hostage negotiators and negotiators, if you're negotiating for a life or a million dollar deal, if, if that other person can sense that for one second that you're not completely sure of it, you could lose a life or a lot of money, right? Yeah, absolutely. So I guess let, let's flip on the other side. You mentioned like one of the ways that you can sense when someone else has dropped their confidence. When you're, when you're coaching people, one of the things that you do, and you and I had this conversation, is, is you help identify if they might have gaps in their convert, you know, confidence. What are some ways that you could identify if the opponent or, or coaching client, if they might need some help in their shoring up their confidence? You mentioned like they stumble upon their words a little bit. What are some other cues? Yeah, so they might stumble on their words. They might look around to other people if there's other people around them to like, right, am I doing this right? You know, um, if they are, um, you can sense in their body language. So if somebody is standing upright, shoulders back, head held high, that exudes confidence. If you watch somebody and their posture shifts, which is such a small nuance, but certainly in sales, if you're, you know, it's great to watch with other people, right? If you watch their, their posture shift, if you notice somebody, if you're standing, or even um, if they're sitting, if you notice they're shifting in their chair, if they're standing, if they start to like shift back and forth, if you notice their shoulders drop at all, or um, I'm trying to think of other things, but all those little nuances of body language are huge. And also if somebody's voice starts to waver, or if you notice that their eyes sort of start to dart, like they're looking for something, or they start to look down, those are all um, ways that you sort of look for those little things where it's like, wait a minute, you don't actually mean what you just said. And I call people out on that a lot. If somebody says something, but they're like, they stumble over it or they're like, yeah, I feel good about the case. No, you don't, <laughs> you know? Right. So you can hear it in somebody's voice if they, it either shakes or it's like they get this like lower tone of like, yeah. Or, or when they speak, it's, <laughs> I have to do it to come up with it. Yeah. <laughs> but you hear it because it's like they start to ask, um, speak in a question instead of as a statement so it's like if you were to write out what somebody just said it's it's almost like there's a question mark at the end of the statement rather than a period does that yeah. make sense yeah yeah so it's like yeah i uh we're gonna take out your appendix today and it's like <laughs> what <laughs> you better be ding sure that my appendix needs to go before you start removing body parts right so as, um, and that and that might cost fear and uncertainty in your clients in fear and uncertainty with the people you're trying to serve. It, it's going to cost you money. If you lose this confidence, like confidence is so key when you're, when you have to influence and, and demand respect from either your opponent or your clientele. Right. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. So 
I think we all understand, you know, there, there might be, you know, some em- employees listening in or, or people that are very just task driven and, and this might not apply for them, but for, for the people who actually, this applies to every freaking buddy, but like <laughs> the, the people who have a lot to lose, if they lose their confidence, like this is really, I hope this really captures their attention. Now, um, you, you work with these, uh, these people to help them kind of shore up their confidence and, and reboost their confidence. You mentioned body language. Could you share some body language tips and advice for how to appear more confident and maybe how to even gain some confidence when we're talking with someone? Yeah. So if your body language is stable and steady, so you're not shifting and be aware of it because a lot of us do this out of habit. Um, or a lot of us do this sort of out of um, some like adult ADD, you know, where we kind of shift a lot, you know? And so <laughs> if you're aware of that and are like, all right, feet planted and, and you might need it if you're real nervous and you're a type who feels like, oh my gosh, I'm getting lightheaded. I mean, keep your knees bent a little bit, right? But, um, but be stable and shoulders back, head high. And the way you speak, you speak with conviction. That will make all the difference in the world. And even if you feel like you're faking it, there is something to fake it so you make it, where if you appear more confident and you know, if you, through your mind's eye, you sort of know what other people are seeing, be aware of how do I look to this person right now? And do I look like I am convinced of what I am speaking about? And, yeah. and that will make all the difference. As you're talking, I'm like, okay, I'm moving around a lot. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to be conscious of the, you know, the way I'm responding right now. I'm like, okay, feet on the ground, shoulders back. Um, with, you know, with body language, with speech, with tone, is this something that you, you know, you work with and you help your, your clients practice? Is this, uh, is this something that you do, you know, hand to hand with, with people that you're working with? Yeah, absolutely. If they're looking for it, you know, I actually had a client last week who had an interview that was really important to her. And, and this was with a woman, but um, same idea is that one of the biggest things that she was getting stuck on was not coming off as sure of herself, even though she's an architect and a great architect and, but needed to really kind of get the interview. But one of the biggest things she was worried about is that she had been previously let go from a job for something that was out of her control. So she knew that when that question came, it was going to throw her. So we practiced, what was she going to say? She wrote it down and we practiced her going through and explaining with confidence and conviction what happened in that situation so that it wouldn't shake her. That's awesome. All right. So I've been fired before. Not a great feeling. Okay. Uh, I'm an entrepreneur through and through, you know, I'll I'll hit the top of charts in in sales, but I I cause a mess sometimes. Right. So let's just say I'm interviewing. (laughs) I mean, you, you got to be true to yourself, right? <laughs> Absolutely. That's awesome. So, uh, so let's just say I'm interviewing at my next job and I know the conversation is going to come up. Like, why did you leave this, you know, the company XYZ? And in my head, I know I was terminated, right? Because even though I broke records in sales, I stepped on a few toes and they didn't like the way I did it, right? So what's a way that I could say that? Like, coach, coach me. <laughs> Someone just from our audience just posted, Josh, you'll never get a real job. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah, we have a live audience in our podcast shows. So uh, this, is, this is fun. All right. So coach me, how, how could I answer you know, that, that, uh, that question with confidence and conviction and not sound like a total flake, right? Absolutely. And so 
I don't know the whole story. So, you know, right. if I did, it would probably help. But, you know, a generic sort of way is to say, you know, I, I had the top sales, so bring that up, you know, and I was doing a great job and all the things you just said. And, you know, some of the people I worked with and I had really different personalities and we had a difference of how we expected the thing to go, whatever that is, you know? Okay. And so we had different expectations and the way that we worked together, it just wasn't a good fit. And, but at the end of the day, I know that this is still the, whether it's the field you wanted to stay in, this is still something I want to do. I know that I'm very good at it. And because I've seen this in this result. So Obviously, like, right, I, I would fill in the blank. We had some Mad yeah. Libs. You know, that sounded good, <laughs> But what you do is you start and end with why you're awesome. You know, why that job you did really well in. And end again with why you know you want to stay in this field. This is still a job you want in a different company. And you, you can explain in the middle of that. You kind of sandwich it. So in the middle of, like, this is why it didn't work out. Conflict of interest, different personalities. Um, we didn't work well together and I still know all these things. And so people remember the first thing and the last thing, not generally everything you say in the middle. So as long as you say it with confidence and you get back to the point of, and this is why I know I'm a great fit for your company, the little nuance of why you got fired is kind of dismissed. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So kind of your, your sandwiching, this is, you know, I hit top of charts, you know, I did this, I'm a great sales guy, you know, the, the team loved me, you know, we had, you know, with leadership, we had some difference in, you know, expectations and, and they weren't whatever, mm -hmm. and then finish it off with, but this is, would be a great reason why. Um, now that is, that is something that confidence doesn't always come easy, especially with those kind of hard conversations, right? Yeah. Uh, I never even thought interviews, like all these people right now during the coronavirus, they're going to have to get back into interviews yeah. and you have to go into an interview full of confidence, right? You better believe it. Absolutely. More than anything else, you go into the interview, like you own the place, like you are the best sales guy they've ever had. And, and you treat that interview like you are not only are you selling yourself, but you're giving them ideas on how they can improve their company. Mm. And then, so in an interview, the, the person interviewing you, they have to have confidence that you can do the job because their job's on the line for hiring you. So they have to be fully confident in you. And if you're not confident in you, they're not going to be confident in you, right? Absolutely. And you won't get the job. Oh my gosh. So how, you know, someone from the audience just asked a really good question. How do you how do you convey confidence without without being cocky? And we, I know we hit that in, in our our last uh, interview, but like maybe you could share some of this in, in an interview style, right? How could you, how could you share confidence without being the cocky guy, right? Yeah. One of the best ways to do that is to ask questions. So if you're in an interview, ask a lot of questions, but ask questions that are not frivolous, like how much vacation time do I get? Right. I mean, you're asking questions yeah. about, you know, I, I read online on do your research, right? So do your research and use that. I read on your company profile that you guys really value teamwork. You know, can you give me an example of when teamwork has been, you know, most utilized here? And so it sounds like you're, you really have an interest in the company, you care about what they're doing, and you want to learn more. It's very different than, I read this online and I think you're doing it wrong. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and because that's going to come off as cocky and arrogant. 
So you're asking more questions than anything else to show interest, but it still conveys confidence because it shows that you've done your research, you've really looked into the company, and you care about the future of the company. Now, when, when being interviewed, sometimes it feels like, you know, the spotlight's on you and they're interrogating, interrogate, interrogating you. <laughs> big words. We don't allow Josh to use big words here. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Sometimes it feels yeah. like the spotlight's on you and they're interrogating you and they're, versus an interview. Like, how do you remain confident and how do you hold that confidence in, a, in one of those stressful situations where you're being interviewed because, you know, you might need a job. You might, you, you know, the, you might've lost your job during the virus, you know, outbreak and you need a job. You need this job bad. A lot's on the line and you feel that, how do you remain confident in that situation? Yeah. So there's this two parts. So on the one hand, if you know it's coming and you kind of do practice your answers, even if you don't know exactly what they're going to ask you, rehearse them ahead of time, rehearse, write everything down that they might ask you, talk to your friends in that field, see what uh, interview questions they would ask if they were doing the interview so that you are as prepared as possible. So that's one side of it. The other side is if you get caught in a question that you don't know, that you're like, I didn't prepare for this, you know? (laughs) Yeah. First thing is, is don't go into defensive mode. So kind of like pull your barriers down of like, all right, I'm not gonna go into defense or I don't know. You know, and if you truly, if there, you've no idea how to answer a question, you know, you can say something effective, you know, I, 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 that's something I hadn't thought about before, but I will definitely get back to you with a solid answer. If you just cannot, if you have an answer at all, run with it and say it with confidence. Even if yeah. you're not freaking sure in your head and you're <laughs> like, I don't know if this is what they're looking for or and always ask clarifying questions. So if they, they said something and you're like, I don't even know what that means, you know, then ask something so that you're kind of like, just to clarify, when you ask this, you, you're referring to this situation. Is that correct? And you'll at least get a, no, that's not what I meant at all. Oh, I'm so sorry. I misunderstood. Can you clarify for me? And at least then you're not just answering a question that you have no idea what they're talking about. But if you know what they mean, you just don't know the answer, say so. But in a way that not like, I don't know. You know, I mean, there's a way to do it and there's a way not to do it. And I think if you're personable enough and you're kind and you're being yourself, which is so important, even when you're being confident, to still laugh at yourself, to still be willing to joke around a little bit and to be honest and be like, you know what, that's something I just hadn't thought about before, but it's something I'd really like to learn more about in this company or, you know, give some kind of an answer that just kind of packs a punch to it. Yeah, I think that's a really good point for, for us guys, right? So I, I'm, if I'm asked something, I grew up with a, you know, a bullshitting dad, you know, like we always had an answer for, for everything. Sure. And, you know, so, and, and we've been caught in things and we had to learn and evolve as a guy to go. And because at, at first at, with a guy, it's, I feel like if I don't know what you're asking, then that makes me look like an idiot. And I hate feeling like I look like an idiot, right? So Instead, we just let our mouth, blah, 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 right? So <laughs> right. I, I, I love the fact that you, 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 and you say it in such confidence. That's why I, I love you, Dr. Melissa. This is great. Is, <laughs> hey, that's a great question that I haven't thought of. That doesn't mean that I'm an idiot or whatever. It's just like, hey, that's a, that's a really great question that you asked me. You know, could I, could I get back with you on that? You know, like, you know, like, could you, could you give me some more clarification on that? Because that doesn't make us look like, that actually makes us look smarter, right? Yeah, I think any employer would rather that you are honest and say, like, I don't know what that means without losing confidence 
because I think that also shows that you're willing to learn. And people like that too. You know, in many situations, um, my husband hires people as part of his job. And, and so, you know, he'll say that he would rather hire the person who asks more questions and is willing to learn than the guy who comes in there and says, I already know everything. Because it's a whole lot easier to train somebody who's willing to learn than somebody who walks in there and says, I already have this whole plan out. You know, we're firing 20 people and we're doing this. And, you know, that's not actually appealing to an employer. They want you to be interested in their company enough to learn the way that things are run before you go in and uh, bulldoze the place. Mm. That's awesome. All right. So we, we talked a little bit about interviews and, and for those out there in the audience, the, you guys in the audience, if you're interviewing for a job, you know, go take a look at, we'll, we'll put all of Dr. Melissa's uh, contact information and website information. Like if you're going for an interview, that's, that's a high pressure thing where you have to show up with confidence. Um, so I, I encourage you guys to go take a look at that. Uh, Dr. Melissa, we have 10 minutes left. Um, I, I, I see some of these questions that are, that are coming up in the, in the chat and that we've talked about. What if, you know, what if we just made a huge mistake, right? Um, how do you how do you respond to a huge mistake? Maybe maybe it's a a major failure. Maybe it's a a character failure, right? Yeah. How do you respond to that as as a person who I've been confident, I've been strong, I've been a leader of my family, and I just made a a mortal like failure, like a I screwed up bad. How do we approach that with confidence? Number one is, you know, look at the situation. And if there is a, a person involved that you screwed up towards, apologize. You know, hands down with humility, apologize. You know, if, if it isn't that kind of a failure, fine. That's a different thing and how we manage it within ourselves. But the very first thing is to, to go in there and be willing to say, hey, I screwed up. I was wrong. You know, I, I will learn from this situation and I'm sorry, you know, and, and mean it. And then you start to figure out what to do next, you know, and how to rebuild your confidence. Yeah. And well, I, I, I love that you said, and then you'll figure out what to do next. A lot of guys, we, what we try to do is before we apologize, we got to go, okay, I have to have a plan. I've got to figure out all the next steps. So before I apologize, I'm going to come with here. I'm sorry. And here's the plan you're saying that, you know, the best way to approach a failure is just go, Hey, I own it. And then we'll figure out, you know, uh, maybe next steps. Yeah, absolutely. And then, you know, when you start to figure out the next steps, I mean, figure out how to make it right. If you can, you know, as soon as it can't be made right, fine. Then you, all you can do is say, I screwed up. I will learn from it. And, and, you know, maybe that relationship with whatever happened can be salvageable, maybe not. And, and then you go into your life and go, okay, it's okay. I am human humans screw up. We mess up. We say the wrong thing. We do the wrong thing. We make the wrong choice. It happens. And to be willing to forgive yourself that it, it's okay. And it doesn't mean anything about me as a person. We do this thing where we want to make everything significant. And, you know, I did this thing that must mean that I'm a selfish person, that I'm an asshole, that I um, don't think before I act. And we come to all these conclusions about what it must mean about us as people. And that does not make us any more confident. It has the opposite effect, obviously. So instead of making it meaningful, be willing to say like, hey, it was a mistake. It was an error. And I'm now going to move beyond it, learn from it and figure out how to, you know, if you got fired, fine. What am I going to do next for the next job? If I hurt somebody, 
okay, what does that mean? How can I move past that in my life so that I feel good about myself again? And that it, and get that it's whatever it was, it's okay because you will find a way to move past it. We, we have to get over or get through anything that happens. And so it's going to be a choice of how we choose to do that. So we can move past it or keep moving on and feel crap like crap about ourselves forever. Or we can make a different choice and say, okay, I get that this happened. I take full responsibility. I learn from it. And now I'm going to continue in my life in a way that makes sense for me. Does that make sense? Makes sense. Yeah. You, I, I heard someone say this once is you could get through everything except your own death. <laughs> right. So, sure. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I, if you come at it with that kind of confidence, right. I, I know that we're talking a lot and we're saying the confidence word a lot, you know, we're going to hit SEO rankings on confidence, <laughs> confidence, but if you are even confident that no matter what life throws at me, you know, minus my own death, I'm going to get through it. Yeah. Man, that's powerful. Um, we've got only a few minutes left before we go to our, our live Q and a with our, with our, our private group. But, uh, what's, what's one thing that guys can do to boost an immediate confidence in themselves? Like we're, I'm getting ready to walk in the interview. I'm getting ready to negotiate and jump on the call. I'm getting ready to whatever. What's one thing that we could do right before the action that could help us boost our confidence on, on the spot? Yeah. So the best on the spot, take a deep breath and maybe a drink of water and, you know, deep breath, drink of water, you know, like we were talking about posture and tell yourself, I got this, whatever it is, I got this. I'm prepared for this. I've worked for this. I've studied for this, whatever the situation is, I know that I got this and I am fully capable of going in there and conveying that and then do it. Don't sit around for an extra five minutes just go, you know, and if you have time to go to the bathroom first and have a little self-talk in the mirror of like, all right, dude, I can do this, you know, do it. Yeah. And if you don't have that thought in your, um, in your mind so quick of like, okay, I'm ready. Let's go tackle this thing and in the door. Yeah. We got us guys. We, we used to do that in sports, right? Before the game, everybody get huddled up and yeah. we could do this. We could, and we get, we pump up. But, uh, you know, we, we don't do that in, in things that, you know, affect our finances, our relationships, our, our job, all these things. So, um, yeah, this is really awesome. Uh, Dr. Melissa, uh, as we're wrapping this, this uh, portion up, where can people go to find out more information about you, connect with you? Absolutely. Um, my website is journeytopresent.com. And uh, so www.journeytopresent.com. Or you can find me on Facebook or Instagram, um, facebook.com slash journeytopresent or Instagram. My name is journeytopresent. Super easy. Awesome. Awesome. And we'll put those uh, for the guys out there who are running or driving or whatever. We'll put that in the show notes. So as you're listening, you can just click on it and you will have a direct conversation with Dr. Melissa. Uh, guys, thanks for listening in. Uh, we appreciate you guys being a part of this Uncensored Advice for Men. Uh, reach out to our coaches. Let them know that you appreciate them and that you heard them on this show. We'll talk to you all soon. Bye-bye, guys.